Welcome back to Chasing the Light. Thank you so much for listening in again this week. I am going to be talking about Thanksgiving, all things Thanksgiving. And in particular, I will be giving some tips and tricks that I use when I'm cooking. Um, I love to cook. And Zach and I have been hosting Thanksgiving at our house ever since we purchased our first home back in 2012 and we have really grown to love and appreciate this tradition and we love having everyone come over and seeing everyone sitting around our dining room table and enjoying the food that we make. Um, Zach and I have this tradition of battle of the birds every year where I make a turkey in the oven and he does a turkey in the deep fryer and he says his wins every year. Um, I'm kind of old school and traditional. So as much as I like his deep fried turkey, I like it, you know, that traditional oven baked turkey. But I would say that probably everyone else <laughs> goes for the the deep fried as, as the true winner because like who doesn't like something that is deep fried? <laughs> So anyway, I'm just sitting here finishing up making my grocery list for the Thanksgiving menu. And it just kind of made me think about, you know, how I really embraced and loved um, the tradition of cooking and specifically to this entry Thanksgiving dinner. Um, you know, I make my grocery list ahead of time and do my grocery shopping the week before Thanksgiving for those items that I feel like I might have a little bit of difficulty finding the week of Thanksgiving. And so I kind of lay out my menu, which doesn't really change through the years because it is a tradition. Um, some of the things that I make at Thanksgiving were obviously the turkeys. I do the oven and Zach does the deep fry deep fried turkey. Um, I make a corn casserole, a green bean casserole. I do mashed potatoes. This year, I'm going to do uh, macaroni and cheese, and I'm going to do a slow cooker broccoli casserole. Um, I make gravy. I do pumpkin pies. I make a pumpkin roll. And then depending on who is able to attend our Thanksgiving, you know, they will usually bring something as well, a side dish, sweet potatoes. Um, my grandmother does stuffing and and she'll do sauerkraut. Um, someone usually brings rolls and someone might bring um, drinks. So, you know, we kind of like, I, I do the, the bulk of the cooking here at my house. Um, but we do have some help. Everyone usually brings something, some kind of dessert or side dish or, you know, drink or rolls. So, you know, as I was going through and making my list for the grocery store, I had mentioned last week, like some of the misconceptions that I dealt with, with um, going to the grocery stores and people saying I needed glasses and stuff when I'm reading my list. And so I started 
you know, making my list on my phone in the notes section. And that way they Zach doesn't have to try and read what I write on the grocery list each week. And we can kind of both have a copy of it because I can just share it to him and we can read through that and I can organize it in a way that the store set up to kind of help us stay on track and be more efficient when we're in the grocery store, you know, picking up our items week to week. And, you know, specifically at this time is very busy with Thanksgiving right around the corner. So that's one trick that I use when organizing and planning my meals. And um, definitely when I'm getting ready for Thanksgiving, because I try and avoid all these busy crowds and the busy times. And you take the risk of the stores running out of those things that you need to prepare your meal as you get closer to Thanksgiving. So I just finished doing that. And it made me think about kind of the process that I use to prepare for the Thanksgiving dinner. So, for instance, whenever I'm making the turkey, you know, I rely very heavily on smell and and touch when I'm working in the kitchen as opposed to vision because sometimes I can't tell if things are done just by looking at them, but I can do things by, you know, smell if it smells a certain way, um, if I can hear certain things cooking, like I know what they sound like, to know if they're done or not. Um, Now, obviously, I can't do that with the turkey, but one of the things I do when I'm cooking the turkey is I will, you know, put like a a seasoning over top of it and and gravy um, packet as well over top of it. And you know, when I'm doing that and putting it all over the turkey, I can't always see the spots that I've already hit. So I'm relying a lot on using my hands and kind of spreading the seasoning and the gravy packet all around. Um, One of the things I do when I'm cooking the turkey is I cook it in an aluminum pan and then I cover it and I make sure that the side that has the little, um, I don't even know what the like technical name is called, but it's like the done thing that pops out whenever the turkey's done. I put that closest to me, um, you know, so it's not facing away from me. And that way, when I can open up the oven and check that as it's getting close to the time that it should be done, I can kind of feel for it to be popped out of the turkey. So I know that it's done and then I can pull it out and, you know, sit it on the counter and everything. And then, you know, I also make like uh, um, different casseroles. So I do different things by just like mixing them together. If I'm measuring things out, you know, I might have to use a measuring cup or um, measuring spoons. And I will use contrasting measuring spoons or measuring cups as to whatever I am, you know, putting in those cups. So for instance, if I am having like a clear liquid or something, I might use a a darker or lighter, just depending on whatever color the liquid is or the substance that I'm measuring out. Um, But a lot of the things that I choose, um, they're not super hard to do. It's just, you know, it might take a couple minutes just to mix it all together. Um, Like when I'm melting butter and stuff, sometimes it's hard for me to tell if it's completely melted. So, you know, once I'm bringing it out of the microwave, I might bring my fork in and kind of see as I'm turning the fork like if it's going very easily or if there's a little bit of resistance because there's still butter that needs to be melted um 
you know, when I'm making pies and everything, I kind of do the same thing because it's not always easy for me to see, you know, what is mixed up or if there's anything lingering. So I just really give it a good whisk and everything and and until I see it smooth or, you know, can tell that my whisk is easily going through it or my fork is easily going through it. Um, I do a lot of things in the slow cooker and that's why I kind of added in this this year the the broccoli and cheddar slow cooker casserole. Um, well, my oven's going to be full, so I needed to use another cooking instrument to add this in here. But, you know, I pick a lot of easy recipes that don't require a lot of measuring or a bunch of different ingredients because, you know, when you when you get the ingredients out, sometimes it's difficult to see what's what. Um, I kind of have my ingredients organized in my cabinet, um, my type of organization it might not look organized to someone who opens my cabinet but I kind of memorize where things go um, some people who are blind or vision impaired may put um, labels on like some some larger print or or braille labels on different types of things that they're using in the kitchen uh, I just kind of have mine memorized just because I'm pretty much the only one who does the cooking in the house um, except like in the summertime sometimes Zach will do things on the grill and stuff and then he kind of has his own little seasonings and everything so you can always do different kinds of labels braille or larger print there's also um, some different types of apps that you can use and you know open up the app and put it in front of whatever you're trying to look at so this could be like a can of vegetables or like for instance for thanksgiving the can of of pumpkin and you can look at the recipe on the back of the pumpkin because that's exactly how i make my pumpkin pies is the recipe on the back of the canned pumpkin um and you can have this app read it to you or what I do, I will take a picture of certain things and kind of zoom in on my phone to read it. I'm thinking specifically about that can of pumpkin. Um, I zoom in so I can just be sure I know the exact measurements and everything. Um, and that kind of gets me transitioning into recipes. So like I've been given some given some really awesome cookbooks that I would love to use and I could I could just snap the picture and zoom in on it and see it. But what I have found in my time of, you know, learning how to cook throughout my married life is that I really rely on electronic recipes. So I will just like go to Google or Pinterest or whatever and type in something I have in mind. And then I kind of pull out wherever like I have my favorites that I like to use because they don't have like a ton of extra bloggers or, um, you know, different types of advertisements and everything. So I like to use all recipes. I like to use um, Tasty. They're pretty simple that you can literally just click on them and then you can find the ingredients easily and then the instructions easily. And then I have the option to zoom in or I can use voiceover when I'm I'm going through that stuff. Um, I started when I was just starting out being married and everything. I started making a recipe box where I would 
go on to these different websites and everything, Pinterest. Back then, it was Pinterest that I was on the most. And I would get index cards, and I would write down recipes and kind of organize them in this little box. However, now, I, if I find something I really, really like, um, lots of times, I don't make things the same way. Now, Thanksgiving dinner, I have certain recipes that I use that I make the same way every time because, you know, we as a family have made it a tradition, like the corn casserole. Everybody loves that. So I make it the same way every time. Um, but lots of times, I, I would just, like, Google something and pull up some random recipe, you know, of something I'm might have made before but this might tell me a little bit different way to make it um but what i have been doing recently is kind of saving the links to these recipes and putting them in my notes section of my phone that way you know i can refer back to them um whenever i might want to make it again if i really really liked it i'm like okay i have to make it like this every single time so i've been doing that a lot lately and and that's something that you know whether you're sighted or you know blind or visually impaired that's just a, a different way of being organized but it has especially helped me because i can't read my own handwriting very much anymore so to have it organized in like a little folder in my notes in my phone it really makes a big difference for me so I also you know make a pumpkin roll um now I'm I'm getting hungry for Thanksgiving dinner as I'm as I'm saying all this stuff and um for that it's a little bit tricky because if you've ever made a pumpkin roll or any type of roll you know a red velvet anything like that you have to move pretty quickly so for me I have some trouble sometimes when I'm rolling up the roll and then unrolling it again in the wax paper and sometimes I have trouble like when I'm removing it to get some of the wax paper stuck on it and stuff and then I have trouble seeing it so I have to really rely on feeling for that wax paper to see you know if there's any remaining on there because I don't want to be feeding my guests you know pumpkin roll with wax paper on it. And another thing that I make is mashed potatoes. So I will hand peel all of the mashed potato or all the potatoes before I cook them. And that is always a task for me because I struggle with finding the spots on the potatoes where the skin has already been removed. So again, I have to rely heavily on touch for that um, because depending on the lighting in my kitchen, I may, you know, not even see... Um, like the skin might blend in with the inner part of the potato to me. So I really have to rely on the touch to feel that roughness of the potato skin that still remains on the potato. So that usually takes the most time when I'm prepping for Thanksgiving dinner is peeling those potatoes and then cooking those potatoes. Um, but it's always worth it to have homemade mashed potatoes at Thanksgiving dinner. And, you know, when I'm thinking about the lighting and everything in my kitchen, 
when we moved into our house, we had um, really dark cabinets and like um, a medium countertop, like medium colored countertop. It's like a gray, which we still have the same countertop. But a few years back, we put in um, not brand new cabinets, just cabinet fronts and sides um a, like a light antique cream colored cabinet and it really brightened up the kitchen and i you know really noticed a difference after we did that on how well i could see in the kitchen because before it was really tough for me to see because we had the darker cabinets and we have like a medium colored wood floor so it was just a lot darker in the kitchen and harder for me to to cut things and um actually i i had cut my hand a couple different times with um when I was cutting sweet potatoes and stuff because sweet potatoes are kind of tough to cut anyway and I was kind of hurrying and I cut myself pretty bad before I had to go to the doctor and, and luckily I didn't need real stitches but they kind of glued my finger back together um you know whenever I was doing that so since we've gotten the white cream colored cabinets I can see a lot better in the kitchen and of course I pick like cutting boards that are very light and you know again to contrast with whatever I may be cutting um I try and make sure that my knives aren't too super sharp and I'm not rushing too much but the biggest thing for me when I'm really doing anything but in, in especially in the kitchen and everything is making sure that I have everything in the same spot so that I've kind of memorized where everything is um, that I can just grab it quick and go and you know in life that's what I've had to learn to do to plan and organize and and um, really just think ahead um, way too far in advance. Zach always says that, you know, I always think big picture. I'm like at the 10,000 foot view all the time of everything in life. I've, I'm just that's just how I've had to learn to navigate in my life is to be a planner, to stay organized, because that helps me be more efficient with my blindness and kind of deal with things a little bit better. Um but so on Thanksgiving Day, like Thanksgiving morning, it's it's always fun. Like we turn on the Macy's Day Parade and I'm in the kitchen. Well, I go for a run first thing in the morning. I'm one of those like, you know, crazy turkey trotters. And I, I haven't really decided how much I'm going to run this year on Thanksgiving morning. Some years I just do a 5K. Some years I've done um, a half marathon. And um, last year, I think I did a 10K. And so I haven't really decided on what I'm going to do. I guess it'll all depend on what the weather's going to be. Because if it's super cold, I'm just like, okay, I'll just go out and do a 5 or a 10K. Um, but if it was going to be like, I don't know, 50 degrees or something, maybe I'd want to be out there for a little bit longer. But that's always the first part of the morning. I, you know, go for my run and everything. I come back in, I make the Zach and the boys breakfast. And then, you know, the craziness begins where I start prepping everything, um, get the turkey in the oven, start peeling the potatoes, have the Macy's Day Parade on in the background and enjoy that because our kitchen is right by our family room. So, you know, I can listen to that as I'm 
doing all the cooking and everything. And the boys are usually in and out, running outside. Zach starts working on his turkey and getting, you know, the deep fryer um, warmed up and doing all that he has to do on his department. I don't know. I don't mess with any of that. That's his that's his job. And also to cut the turkey. He's the he's the cutter of the turkey. Um, my pup up usually helps with that, too, since we have two turkeys. Um, you know, I get the, the dinner table set up and all the silverware and everything laid out and everything, um, you know, for serving everybody. And it's always just, you know, a really special time. And it just makes me really, truly appreciate being able to do that because, you know, I, I think as I talked about last week, when people think about blind people, um, they think they can't do things on their own or not capable to do the same that typically sighted individuals can do. And, you know, I that's not why I started making Thanksgiving dinner. Um, really, the reason why I wanted to start hosting Thanksgiving dinner is that we could have that that day that we didn't have to do the traveling. And, you know, I was learning to cook and I, I watched my mamma. She, you know, always she's still an amazing cook um and you know my pup up I'd always watch him like cut the turkey and do all that so I think it was just really important to me to be able to host Thanksgiving you know with my grandparents still being here and everything I'm so fortunate for that um you know I watched them prepare Thanksgivings with my aunt growing up and um just to kind of carry on that tradition for as long as I could and and now it has become a tradition for our boys you know to be home at Thanksgiving um so I've learned so much about cooking from my grandparents from my mamaw specifically um, and, you know, a lot of the tricks and tips that I've learned about Thanksgiving dinner was from both of them, like, you know, how how to prepare the turkey. And, you know, my pup up always has a certain way, like, of taking the the inners out of it and the and the boys are always fascinated about <laughs> the things that they're pulling out of the, the turkey to prepare it. Um and then, like, my mamaws taught me how to make gravy and, you know, how much water you put in so that put in the pan with the turkey so that you're, you know, making gravy as you go along. And then I always save that um, turkey broth whenever we're done. And then the next day I'll make a turkey noodle soup um, with, like, the leftover, some leftover white turkey meat and egg noodles and um, the broth from the turkey. And if I need to add a little bit more, I'll add a little uh, of another kind of broth and, um, you know, just some turkey and some carrots. And that's what we have the next day after Thanksgiving. So really, like for Thanksgiving week, I have a couple meals planned, um, you know, that I don't have to cook dinner for the next couple nights after Thanksgiving and not necessarily just having leftovers from Thanksgiving. I do a couple different things. I might make a turkey pot pie, um, you know, might just do turkey sandwiches, might just have Thanksgiving leftovers again, have another Thanksgiving meal. Um, but it's always a really sweet and fun time. It's a lot of work. I'm usually so exhausted by the end of the night. I know last year, um, Jackson actually had the flu and I was really sick. And um, I let everyone know like, hey, this is what's going on. Like we found out the day before Thanksgiving, Jackson had the flu and I felt it coming on. I did. I don't know that I ended up having the flu. I just got really sick. Um, 
after, you know, taking care of him for that week of having the flu. I was like, listen, like I will still cook Thanksgiving dinner for everyone, but I just got to let you know, like Jackson tested positive for the flu and, you know, I'm not feeling well either, but I will be glad to still host and everybody still wanted to come. So, you know, I did and, and we still had a nice time and everything, but I remember feeling just so totally worn out and exhausted whenever um, I finished hosting Thanksgiving dinner last year so I'm hoping this year nobody's sick um I think the weather's supposed to be pretty nice like the upper 40s um you know we're expecting a big crowd this year at Thanksgiving meal so I'm really looking forward to that I'm you know just looking forward to being together I feel so thankful just to have made it to this point this year I feel like there was so much growing and change um throughout this year uh in our in our life and my little family of four um as well as just people around me as well just um seeing them go through different things and i think it's just really going to be special all of us being together and spending that time together counting our blessings i am so so thankful for my family and friends i'm thankful for this journey that i've been on um throughout this clinical trial i'm thankful to be going in to this holiday season with a little bit more clarity and definition and improvement in my vision because of the clinical trial. I'm so excited for, you know, the new year ahead. I feel there's going to be a lot of exciting things happening, probably a lot of change because change is constant. And um, but with with the change comes excitement and new blessings. And I'm just super, super excited for the holiday season and definitely the new year coming after that. So I just want to take the time to thank everyone for listening in on this journey that I've been on with um, the clinical treatment trial, as well as taking the time to learn more about blindness throughout this podcast journal and listening to my entries each week. It means so, so much. And we truly appreciate you caring and showing interest and, you know, supporting Chasing the Life con. Chasing the Life podcast journal. And we just wish you the happiest Thanksgiving and just hope that you are counting your blessings and being thankful for all the goodness in your life as well. So I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving and a wonderful break. If you're on a school break or a work break, whatever it may be, just enjoy your time with your family and friends and loved ones. And we will be back with you again next week. Have an awesome rest of your day.